2: Come on, tell me, y'all. Do you really think that the world gives a damn about you? Hell no, it don't. Get people. Who you gonna gonna turn to? Who you gonna turn to? Listen, people. You better take a look at yourself, yeah. 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 Talking to my people. but you just don't. You're living at. Like you're living, living like you're living, Caught up in the belief lost in Get your up. dream, ghetto people, stop giving up your Gitto. self-respect, stop it, ghetto talking to my people, yeah. Life can take some strange turns on you, living with the banks, day that's not worth having. Chances on the shore falls a free You're never gonna feel what you need when what you really want inside can on.
3: Life.
2: like a, like a You learn yourself.
1: You are listening to African Perspectives, where we view the issues of our day from an African worldview and African centered perspective. This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission. To our ancestors whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders whose shadows we walk in, I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters. In the language of one of the greatest civilizations on this planet, it gave the world the basic disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt, but they called themselves Kemet, and Kemet means land of the blacks. I greet you all in the Kemetic language, the word of peace, Hotep. It is truly an honor and a privilege to pour libation because we truly do stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. We're going to use water because water has no enemies. Water is the great cleanser, the great purifier. Everything on the planet that lives, it needs water, from a tiny microscopic organism to a tall redwood tree. We pour water into the earth to invoke the spirits of our ancestors, and we say the word ashe, which simply means so be it. So we pour this libation to God for all that God has done and for all that God will do. We say ashe? We pour us libation to Mother Africa, birthplace of all humanity. Everyone who has lived, everyone who will live in the future, we all have a common ancestral root in Africa. We pour us libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. I mentioned Kemet in the opening. Kemet was the height, the apex, the zenith of African high culture, but there were others as well, as Timur, Pont, and Nubia. So we poured us libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. We say Ashe? We poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zungay, Benin, Great Zimbabwe. Civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. So we poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe? We poured us libation to the Ma'afa, the holocaust of our enslavement, the Infakani, the great tragedy, uprooted out of Africa. Our brothers and sisters lay a carpet along the Atlantic Ocean. We're in North America, South America, Central America, and throughout the diaspora. So we poured us libation to our brothers and sisters who suffered the Ma'afa, the Infakani. The Holocaust of our enslavement, the great tragedy. We pour this libation in their honor and in their memory. We do not know their names, but because of them and their sacrifice, we are here. So we sashay. We pour this libation to those who fought against enslavement. If you ever heard me do a libation, you will know that we were not slaves. I repeat, we were not slaves. We were captives. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured a libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured a libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Mark Vesey, Harriet Tuttman. We always resisted. family, We need each other. We don't have good family life. There's a saying, conditions shape conduct and consciousness. The conditions in our community are bad. The conduct towards each other is not good. Because why? We lack consciousness. And consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are historically, who you are culturally. So once we begin to understand the importance of brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. Brothers and sisters, let us all say ashe, ashe, ashe. Shemhotep means go in peace. It's not sana means thank you. Abiv <laughs> Hodye, our victorious this. <miss. laughs> Good morning, family. Good morning, you are listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com and I am your host Baba Oshi Hotep family, hope everything is well with you today. Hope you're going to have a good day today and a great weekend. Hope you get a chance to do all the things you want to do, should do, must do, can do, and will do. And hoping that the weather will accommodate you to do it. But of course if it doesn't, and it has to get done, It will get done, because you'll get it done. This is African Perspectives. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain, or 8 to 10 Pacific, any other time around the world. But if you cannot listen to this program live, you can always go to our archives at timeforanawakening.com. At the top of the page, you'll see podcasts. Click on that, and the drop-down, you'll see African Perspectives. Click on that, and there will be programs that are dated and titled. There's a shortcut you can use. Just go to the search engine that you choose. Firefox, Google, you know, Internet Explorer, whatever. Uh, you can just use uh, timeforanawakening.com. And put in babaoshi.net. B-A-B-A-O-S-H-I dot net. Babaoshi.net. And once again, programs that are dated. And titled other programming we have here on time for an awakening this program once again is every monday wednesday and friday 11 a.m to 1 p.m all times are going to give our eastern times on tuesdays black reality think tank a program started by dr william rogers will be hosted by alfonso watkins black reality think tank on friday if it's friday and it's 8 p.m eastern time it's time for an awakening with brother elliot and brother richard Saturday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. The Sankofa Elders Council on Sunday at 7 p.m. on Sunday. Once again, time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. Yes. We Buy Black. We Buy Black, the largest, get it? The largest online marketplace for American African-owned businesses is webuyblack.com. Get everything you need from American African-owned businesses. com. Africa for the Africa. Africa for the Africans. Brother Bomani Tahimba who has taken many of our people to the motherland. He has an upcoming trip and that's going to be March 30th this month. March 30th to April 9th going to Senegal and Gambia went to Gambia. That's right. Quinta Quinte. Yes. Gambia Belongo. And that's going to be March 30th to April 9th to Senegal and Gambia. May 24th to June 5th, Ghana. July 20th to July 30th, Rwanda. November 16th through the 27th, Tanzania. December 24th to January 4th, Azania. March 29th to April 9th, Liberia. In July 11th through the 23rd, Ghana. December 2nd, excuse me, November 21st to, to, to December 2nd, 2024, Kemet just some great trips this brother has put together go on the website africa for the dot org and see for yourself everything on the website is there for you to make a trip of a lifetime all the paperwork that is necessary uh um, i mean just everything is there brothers and sisters if you want to see pictures of previous tours go to facebook.com forward slash bomani if you want to see videos of previous tours go to youtube.com forward slash bomani 2007 africa for the org. habasha Habesha incorporated habasha stands for helping africa by establishing schools at home and abroad they are doing the work family they're doing the work here with programs that are with dealing with sustainable agriculture, Habersha Works, Black to Our Roots, Golden Growers, Sustainable Seeds, and Urban Green Jobs. And of course, the Kashi Project that they've launched last October in Ghana. Yeah, it is, it's happening. Brothers and sisters, go to Habersha Incorporated.org and see for yourself. Ledge. The Ledge Group. Ledge stands for Land, for the environmental development of group economics. The Ledge Group. Land for the environmental development for group economics. Brothers and sisters, the Ledge Group deals in the four areas of human existence, the four areas of human necess- of human need and necessity. Food, water, clothing, and shelter. They have 12 projects in six different African countries, but over, over 170 employed and over 260 members. Brothers and sisters, become a member of the Ledge Group. Abibiatumi. me. A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I. Abibiatumi.com. They have a conference coming up in July. And uh, that's going to be in July uh, 7th through the 9th in Ghana. More details forthcoming. But all kinds of good things are happening. And so check out Abibiatumi.com. Make it a favorite. It's my pharmacy. Brother... Contact Brother Jabril at 770-765-7751. If you are changing, if you plan to change a lot of the things that are happening in your life, particularly your diet and your health, you have good health, you have serious health concerns, contact Brother Jabril, Brother Jabril at 770-765-7751. You want to contact him by email? Go to SMI Pharmacy at Gmail. S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y. At gmail.com. Brother Moses West and the Moses West Foundation.org. Brothers and sisters, the Moses West Foundation.org. A lot of good things that are happening. Uh, brother Apollo, they're gonna be on the program with me on Monday. Uh, they they produce some new machines, more streamlined, smaller, more compact. And still packing the punch, or giving you the water that you need—the water that is, necess- that is necessary f- for human development. Uh, of course, they got the Jackson, Mississippi rescue project going on. So check it out. Go to the Moses West Foundation dot org, and on there you can see where you can donate to various things he's doing. And like I said, we're going to plan one for for the motherland, where you can donate your money. That you know what. Moses is gonna do and he does it. He's an honorable man. You know? Got this young brother brother Apollo working with him. A lot of good things are happening. They're gonna do what they're gonna grow aquaponics. Oh, it's gonna be fantastic. Can't wait till Monday. All right. Uh, let me see here. There you go. Here I am. I got back at order. <laughs> well, Dada's healthy market and juice bar located in the West End here in Atlanta. Uh, and uh, that's on Ralph David Abernathy. It's right across the street from the Soul Vegetarian Restaurant, up the street from the Shrine of the Black Madonna. So you can't miss Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar with delicious smoothies and vitality drinks and pastries. Even on Saturday, they have vegan food sold on Saturday and Sunday. So check out Wadada's on Ralph David Abernathy. Phone number 404-444-1635. That's 404-444-1635. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. Contact Mama Nia. She has a fine selection of books, postcards, greeting cards, gift certificates, t-shirts, figurines, and so much more. Give her a call at 404-346-3263. 404 346 Six three, the Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. Talk to Baba Kazemde and I'm going to get my shoes. I'm going to get those Nat Turners, brothers and sisters. I love those shoes. I'm going to get them. He's going to get them for me. I'm so happy. So the Black Dot call. Oh, also too, uh, Baba Barudi will be at the Black Dot tomorrow at 4pm. So I'll announce that in a minute. But the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar located in Lithonia. The number to call is 770-305-6373-770 305-6373 There is light in the Black Dot. You go east on I-20 going towards Augusta exit 74 make a left, stay there on the left will be the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar once you're dealing with my brother because you know there is light in the black dot jump back on uh, that street headed back towards I-20 once again go to the next exit east which is exit 75 Turner Hill Road take the exit make a right three lights make another right and on the left will be the new black Wall Street market the new black Wall Street market Us Lifting Us, the economic development cooperative for our people in the spirit of Ujamaa. Cooperative Economics, last night they had that Thursday night broadcast, every Thursday night from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. On Blog Talk Radio, that's blogtalkradio.com forward slash U-L-U. Us Lifting Us, brothers and sisters, every Thursday night. Now, if you want to call to listen, you can do so. Or if you want to give your questions, comments, or concerns, By dialing 929-477-2789. That's 929-477-2789. Us. Lifting us. Also, every Friday, I announce Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. That's right, my good brother, Yusuf Muhammad. In Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. My good brother, Yusuf Muhammad. Give them a call at 563 999 3089. That's 563 999 3089. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop in Macon, Georgia. Brother Abijah. He's open from Tuesday to Sunday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. And so give him a call at 478-256-1166. That's 478-256-1166. He's got everything. (laughs) I'm telling you, man. He even has a vegan restaurant on on the premises. Man, he's got it all. Sun God Accenture, one-stop natural shop located at 4140 Jonesboro Road in Forest Park, Georgia. Inside the International Discount Mall, Booth 225. Brothers and sisters, give my friend Shelly Amon said a call at 404-434-7963. That's 404-434-7963. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop. Sanjay-Haiti. Sanjay-Haiti.org, the good work that Sister Gabby is doing in Haiti, in the northeastern portion of the island of Haiti. Man, she deserves mention. So go on the website. Sanjay, S O N J E Haiti, A Y I T I dot org. Sanjay dash Haiti dot org. Aha. Uh-huh. All right. Baba Baruti, and like I said, he'll be uh, presenting tomorrow at the Black Dot uh, Rights Fundamental. This is a program that he had to cancel because of health, and he's going to do it tomorrow. Saturday, March 4th, from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. at the Black Dot, located 6984 Main Street in Lithonia. Donation is $10. It's $10, and of course, uh, you can listen to it streamed live. So just um, go to Rights Passes Fundamental, put that in. That's the pertinent information, your name, and your email address, so they can send you the link. All right. Also, too, um, in May, he has a program coming up in May, an equation for reparations, and that's going to be on Saturday, May 6th, from noon to 2 p.m. And we'll talk, of course, more about that. And, of course, Mama Mama NEI has a program the next Sister Circle will be Saturday, May 6th from 4 to 6. Topic, forgive, release, and live. And the complementarity conference, and that's going to be upcoming. More on that. What uh, Baba Baruti and Mama Ya do, which just fantastic. Uh, okay, brothers and sisters, let's get to the Inye. The Inya. The Inya of daily revolutionary thought to Inyaz Sassam uh. mm. March 2nd our children should be picked out and trained for leadership from birth You can watch how that child handles a fork. Watch that child's ability to share with the group. Watch that child's ability to protect the group and to accept the training that will make that child improve. We should spot leaders early and begin to train them. We should make a priesthood of this effort. Nana, Dr. John Henry Clark. Despite the derationalized fantasies many of our adults feed them. If you talk with our children today inquiring into their honest perception of who is in charge of this post-racial reality, most will tell you that Europeans are. They know this just as we do. They may not be able to provide you with concrete evidence of their knowing or scientifically communicate this social arrangement, but they can unequivocally tell you that Europeans, Caucasians, white folks, Urugu, Crackers rule this reality. Their brutal telling honesty and the efforts of so many adults to lie to them in the face of impending destruction is reminiscence of the story of the little boy who saw and said that the king had nothing on while all of the adults were Busy shushing him and affirming each other's self-deception of this naked man was fully clothed. Affirm, I am creating a priesthood out of the warriors in training I have observed. Affirm, I am creating a priesthood out of the warriors in training I have observed. We need them. We need brothers and sisters. You know it. March 3rd, the melting pot is about a boil over. The melting pot is about to boil over. The devil's brew that they have seasoned with our dreams and our lives is about to spill out onto the fires of justice. The fires that rages in the bosom of each one of us here. Xavier Arnold. The need to include everybody in our war, especially those who boast about subsisting in the deepest states of menticide who hate the idea that someone might think that somewhere in them there might be anything recognizable as African is extremely problematic if we have to get over anything it is the idea that it is necessary to bring everybody into the fold in order to win this is the diversity scam working its finest magic on the minds of those Africans seeking an easy way to peace. It is the idea that everyone of African descent, everyone uh, of African descent, this is the diversity scam working its finest magic on the minds of those Africans seeking to an easy way to peace. It is the idea that everyone of African descent must be brought into the decision-making fold because we think we are a democratic family. It intentionally focuses us to overlook the fact that there are those in our family who hate us. The diversity scam operates on a principle that you cannot make a revolutionary progress without everyone included it is so easy to become completely misdirected when believing that everyone must be brought together in order to return home affirm alone or in company of millions I see a victorious African future affirm alone or in the company of millions I see a victorious African future I say March 4th the black man in his new cultural container, imitates the European man who basically dislikes women. Nana, Dr. John Henry Clark. I'm sure most of us have met or know African people who show no evidence of an African self anywhere. There's, there was nothing in their walk, talk, voice, manner, associates, interests, style, loyalties, analysis, and especially eyes that spoke to their having an African center. In fact, everything about them points toward having an extreme European orientation. These individuals had so fully assimilated the European they love and worship more than life itself, and they had literally lost themselves. They see no connection with the rest of us. They have no recognition of us as families. I imagine if they had their druthers as most of African characters in George Schuyler's book Black No More they would do anything and everything including selling their souls to have a Caucasian exterior to match the emptiness inside. Affirm Africa is everywhere evident in me. Affirm Africa is everywhere evident in me. Brothers and sisters the enya, Sem of daily revolutionary thought. Okay, family, we're going to uh, be talking with brother brother Collins, brother Sam Collins, from the Pan African Federalist Movement. Every uh, f- every first Friday here on um, African Perspectives, we're going to be talking with. Pan African Federalist Movement, because after all, that's what this program is about. This program's motto is, "Pan Africanism or perish; unify or die." We talk about independence, self determination, liberation, and sovereignty for African people. Brother, brother Collins, are you there? I am, yes, sir. Hey, nice to nice to talk with you again, my brother. How are you today?
4: Doing well. I'm in the land of the living yes doing sir my best. how are you
1: i'm doing well too man i got up this morning let I, I just keep on getting up i thank god <laughs> keep on getting up yes exactly so what's happening with the pan-african federalist movement well right now
4: and for those who are unaware i'm serving as the youth coordinator in north america uh and youth or young adults as i would say encompasses those uh, Africans in North America who are between the ages of 18 and 40. We are in the process of planning a convention for young adults, which will take place on the weekend of Malcolm X's birth anniversary. This year? So May 20th. This year, yes, sir. Okay,
1: outstanding. May 20th and May 21st.
4: Mm -hmm. Uh, The plan pretty much is to uh, consolidate, come together together, pretty much uh, take stock of the issues that are facing African youth and use that to develop a resolution that issues a call uh, for youth in other cities and states throughout the United States and Canada uh, to form local coordinating committees in the Pan-African Federalist Movement. Mm -hmm. So the the whole point in developing a resolution is to outline, like I said, the issues facing young people and making the case for how a united African states can um, solve some of those problems. Because oftentimes uh, when, within the recent past at least, anytime we are confronted with manifestations of the race problem, such as police brutality, food insecurity, uh, climate change, things of that nature, we organize around tackling those problems. And oftentimes the organizing isn't really well thought out. It's more so reactive than right. proactive. Right. So the PAFM, um, by virtue of its call for United African states, looks at the United African States as the ultimate solution mm-hmm. in achieving sovereignty and in That's addressing true. all of the issues that are that black people, African people are encountering in the United States and all around the world. And it actually is a continuation of a vision that was outlined, uh, by a soldier, a soldier, for Kwame Nkrumah, as well as Marcus Messiah Garvey. And it was also a technique that Malcolm X, um, actualized when he, uh, visited the African continent in his attempt to, um, put the United States before the United Nations for human rights violations and when he formed the OAU. So we're continuing the legacy. But it's during a different time, of course, where we are balkanized even now more than ever and there are forces that are encouraging our young people
3: to identify with uh, empire first
4: sorry and about not with that. the diaspora. Sorry about no problem. That. Okay. So I'm just wrapping that up because you asked what we're up to. This convention on the weekend of Malcolm X's birthday is once again to outline the issues that that black people are encountering and to make the case for how pan-African federalism can solve those problems while issuing a call for young people, 18 to 40, to set up local coordinating committees in their cities and states and in the Canadian provinces. As of right now, we have local coordinating committees in D.C., in New York, and we have uh, local coordinating committees bubbling in Philadelphia, Baltimore. Uh, this is as far as the youth. We also have local coordinating committees in Atlanta, as you know, mm-hmm. as well as in Florida, um, specifically Jacksonville. So we're working on it. I but this convention, this convention will allow us to take stock of what we have so far and to issue a call. For more young people to join the cause, because oftentimes we have to people from various organizations doing the same thing, and unity is oftentimes a hard pill to swallow for a lot of our people because uh you know, and I'm talking reality here, you know a lot of our people if they're not if they're, if they're not the face of it, oftentimes, then they don't want to be a part of it or they feel like what's happening conflicts with what they already got going on but that's not the case at all. All we're doing is asking people to make a United African States a part of their agenda. By no means does that mean you forego what your organization is already doing. Mm-hmm. It just means that you are working in alignment with our campaign I because this is a campaign. It's, it's not an organization. It's a campaign that, that, that consists of leaders within organizations. That's the stage in our movement. We're working on leaders consolidating power, Within those who are in leadership, who are already doing the work, who are who, who, are, who are already well versed in what's happening and what needs to be done. Once we do that, then we could work on the other folks. So, to answer your question, that's where we are right now.
1: I say, and, and that's vitally important because that age group, that twenty to forty or eighteen, nineteen to twenty to forty, is a key critical age group for the success. You know, I'm you know I'm almost. You know, my time has passed. I'll do whatever I can, you know, because I am I believe that, you know, uh, for all of us, the struggle never ends. It ends when we end, you know. So we almost, I'm not going to ever go out to pasture. I'm going to be right there with y'all. But the main group of people who need to embrace this is that age group, brothers and sisters in that age group because that's the one who may see this into existence, who may see this into the reality of where it should be. You know, I'm just hoping that I do see a number of youth throughout this country and on the continent specifically because that's really the direction. It's the continent. That's where we're talking about having the Pan-African Federalist Movement showing its greatest impetus in a united Africa, one African state. What Nkrumah said, what Patrice Lumumba said, you know, what Thomas Sankara and all the Sheikh job, all of them understood. The reason why Africa is such a damn mess now is because people believe there's 54 separate so-called, quote, sovereign nations. No, it ain't. No, no it's not. And that's the problem now. And, and every day I read some more about what China is doing. Read some more about what Indians are doing coming back into Uganda. Read some more about what the Europeans are constantly doing or what the uh, uh, Arabs are doing in the north. And it sickens me because that is ours. That is our salvation. That is ours for us to be able to become players in the world instead of the pawns that we are. And that's why, to me, time is of the essence yeah, um, you
4: spoke to this earlier before you came on. You know, some of our scam folks are not camp folks, and yeah. a lot of what the balkanization of Africa has done,
3: mm-hmm. it
4: has allowed external powers to put in power people who are money hungry yeah. and who aren't really about the people. So a crucial element of the PAFM is that it's a bottoms-up movement because going back to the whole conversation, uh, during the second half of the twentieth century, when we were deciding whether to be separate nation states or to be a united African states, uh, there was an overwhelming support for separate nation states as a matter of fact, um, the goal was to gradually get into a united African states. But the reason why that failed was because once again we did not we failed to take advantage of an inflection point in our movement. Where we could have united politically and created something and federalism is not it's not a new system at all it's not it's not endemic to europeans you know africans had the first federation if you look in modern day nigeria uh, there were, there's definitely federations there that went toe-to-toe european invaders in kemet they've had federations uh, as well as in other parts of the continent so it's not a, a new concept or a foreign concept to Africans at all. As a matter of fact, you know for those of us especially living in DC, we know that Europeans have taken a lot of what DC has from um, Africa and they took federalism as well. If you look through the Federalist papers, they looked at federalism as a means of stopping foreign invasion mm-hmm. because at the time, all of the 13 colonies, they had different currencies. Mm. They had different presidents. They had different systems that that, that really impeded um, unity. So the whole thing was about unity, and it was about making sure that the whole country was on one accord because by the end of the day, the ultimate goal was to make sure that no outside forces can come in and pick off each state one by one. Mm -hmm. So it's the same case here. And obviously, you know, we don't expect every nation state to join in. Um, but uh, to join in at the um, at the inception of this, but the idea is to inspire conversation and to inspire action through a bottoms up movement. So, like I said, you know, building consensus among organizers and uh, civil society organizations, and then ultimately reaching the people in the grassroots.
1: That's what we must do, you know. And, and, and that's I mean,
4: exactly my focus. Now, go ahead. Now, no, you go ahead. Nah, that's how you, that's pretty much how you, you know, get people to fold, people who are in power. Mm. Um, You know, that's what they thrive off of. They thrive off of division and they thrive off of a lack of knowledge. And, you know, so much has been put in place to keep us away from that. And I just think back to December uh, when President Biden brought, invited all these African leaders. Right. Over yeah. into the United States, and they came, and they pretty much signed MOUs, you know, that while they created jobs, it's still extracting resources out of the continent mm-hmm. into the into the into the diaspora into you know the United States and wherever else. You know, the the key difference, and you know, we got to look at this in a geopolitical frame. The Russia, the Russian-Ukraine conflict still going on. African countries did not sign on, and a number of African countries did not sign on and um mm-hmm. I'll support either way yeah. right they did not yeah, they did not sign on. You still have China mm-hmm. that's still a you know a playmaker on the continent they They canceled some debts you know not too long ago. Mind you, the debts were nearly paid, but they canceled it nonetheless
3: mm-hmm. and
4: the United States hasn't really been as much of a friend relatively to the other nations as they thought they could have been, you know, Mm -hmm. and not saying that they were, but when it comes to diplomacy, any external power is going to try to give you treats in order to bring you on their side. And the United States' treats were loans that couldn't get paid back, that were accruing Mm -hmm. interest, loans that had certain stipulations, like you couldn't export or you couldn't uh, use raw material. Raw material could only go out. It couldn't be used you know, by the people. It couldn't be produced. These new deals that were being produced, raw material is still being extracted, Mm -hmm. but at the very same time, it's being extracted inside and they're hiring a few people, but those resources are still going out. People are still signing over their natural resources to these external powers. And, you know, buildings are getting built, of course, and it's less about, you know, loans at the same time, but it's a long game. It's a long game in the sense that the United States wants to maintain a stranglehold on the continent. So you're going to see uh, the Secretary of State making his rounds. So you're going to see different Biden administration officials making the rounds throughout the continent. If I recall correctly, they visited South Africa not too long ago. Mm-hmm. You know, So this is everything that's coming into play, and this is exactly the reason why a United African States is needed right now. And there are actually brothers and sisters on the ground who are working on um, various means of tightening up the continent in terms of uh, finance and in terms of uh, commerce, you know, making sure that commerce is easier between the different states, different nations,
1: you know,
4: making sure that because oftentimes uh, certain systemic issues make it harder for us to trade intercontinentally or intracontinentally rather than What they had us doing which was taking resources out right so all of this comes into play it's a gradual process but the ultimate goal by the end of the day is united african states and unity along every um, along every level of our existence as african people
1: you know when you see our situation globally at this present time the only reason why things are happening to us the way it's happening to us is because we lack unity. Some kind of functional, workable unity of African people on one accord. We have these so-called 54 sovereign nations. Yeah. But whose leadership are neocolonialists, despots, strongmen, capitalists. They don't have the interest of the people at heart. You know, you ever, you, you, have you heard this Caucasian Howard Nicholas? He's on, you can, you can go to YouTube and pull up Howard Nicholas. I've played him a number of times on the program. You know, and, and it seems like he's doing a presentation to some other Caucasians and he's saying one of the things that must not be done, Africa must never be able to unite to reproduce for themselves. They must never be able to use the, ro- the the mineral resources that they have for production, you know, because those are for us. Those are for the really? West, because if Africa took those took those resources and began to produce, like they should produce all the damn chocolate in the world because it comes from us, or anything else that is raw, Even, even to the point of lithium batteries. We should be the mass producer of lithium batteries to the world. Because most of the stuff that will make them come out of Africa. Right. You know? And so if Africa ever had that opportunity, then, as he said, we will, you know, we will be shithole countries. You know, Europe and so forth. And so, if you look at still to this day, the influence of France, the influence of the UK, and so forth in Africa, hell, the influence of Germany still in the Nibia. and 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 of oh. course, and of course, the, the the Europeans, the crackers run South Africa. I don't give a damn who's the president, because to me, if. If you control the military and you control the money, you in control. You know, I don't give a damn how many dark faces you have in high places. You are in control. And that's what's happening in South. In fact, I saw this one piece talking about these countries that are emerging. Uh, Brazil, China, Soviet Union, India, in South Africa. I believe those were the countries that this man was talking about. Yeah, were the BRICS. BRICS, yes. BRICS economies. Yes. What is your understanding of it?
4: I look at it in the context of uh, the Bandung Conference that Malcolm X spoke about. Yes. Around the time that he was leaving the nation of Islam and embracing Pan-Africanism, becoming more of an internationalist.
1: yes. yes.
4: And if you look at the Bandung Conference, that was more of um, African-Asian unity, in a sense, Mm -hmm. because at that time, the main culprits in imperialism were Americans and Europeans.
5: Mm.
4: So with the whole BRICS concept, things have become a bit more nuanced and a bit more complicated. And what I see is I see people who, who have... You know, in the case of China who have maintained their culture and who have established an identity, where on the outside they're capitalist, but on the inside they mm-hmm. have more of a socialist, nationalistic right. view. Right. Or apparatus where they're able to use use that in order to advance their goals. And because China is homogenous culturally to an extent, I know you know, you got the Hong Kong situation. Mm-hmm. But because it's mostly homogenous culturally, they're able to be on one accord to some extent
5: mm-hmm.
4: to, you know, leverage debt to get what it is that they want and to be a major producer of goods all around the world and let China call in U.S. debt one day.
1: <laughs> that's the U.S. It. is in trouble. They're in big trouble. They're in big trouble. But that was that was said of a, a few decades ago. If that could happen, because that's how long that China's been buy, buying up um, American debt. You know, it's part of a major
4: strategy, mm-hmm. you know, and I just think that all in all, at the same time, Africa as a whole, I don't want to say has fallen behind, but, you know, since 50, 60, 70 years ago, those very same entities that we were looking to collaborate with, you know, who's Whose, whose anti-colonial struggles we identified with, you know, they're on the rise. Mm-hmm. And they've, in a sense, become colonial powers right. on the African continent.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: You know, because of, I would say, anti-blackness and because of their affinity for their culture, you go to some parts of the continent right now, within their legal system, the judges are still wearing the white wigs. wig.
1: Them damn white-ass you know? wigs. That's crazy, ain't it?
4: Right, it's crazy, but it's not because it just goes to show you, it's 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 expected because mm-hmm. you know nominally, we were sovereign, but owning a name. As I said, nominally, mm-hmm. but colonialism mm-hmm. still runs rampant. We we have borders mm-hmm. that we that, that we did not create, right? So Ber- all Berlin that
1: conference, the the Berlin conference, and so we still deal with those borders. In fact, st- the names of the country like Cameroon. You know, room means shrimp, you know. I mean, my contention is, is, you know, African people, my dream is is that the Pan-African Federalist Movement comes into reality, and and there's one African state. We tell everybody, go back where you came from. We're going to get ourselves together, maybe take about 10 years, and then we're going to be open for business. You want something? You can have that at fair market value. No longer will you be ripping africa off no longer will children be used you know to mine and so forth you know we're going to modernize ourselves we're going to bring ourselves to be a player once again in the world instead of the unfortunate situation that we see today and that has been going on for way too long you know I know I may not see it, but I I believe that it's going to do that. We're going to get there. Our population is young. I was I was told that uh, with over half our population, uh, over half our population is, is under uh, what twenty, under thirty. Exactly. Yeah. You know. And and, and they're and, very
4: they're very aware of what's happening. Mm-hmm. They're, they're very aware. They we can utilize communication. To get a message across, and a lot of them are involved in movements of their own to mm-hmm. acquire acquire wealth, but in more of a constitutional way, and to organize. The issue is that is whether there is something in place for them, and you know, going back to the uh, U.S. Africa Summit, there was an overt an overt effort again by the biden administration to co-op pan-africanism and to co-op a lot of the concepts that our ancestors came up with so you know because they have funds they're creating institutions that are pan-african in name but deviate from what the original the original intention of pan-africanism was or, or as I like to call it Universal, African nationalism Mm -hmm. so we have well-meaning African people young African people who are well-meaning who are conscientious about the issues that we're facing but who are joining institutions that are the antithesis of what we are attempting to establish and the same thing happens in this country here when well-meaning young people once again join the Democratic Party Mm -hmm. Mind me because it's what they know is the thing closest to the surface that they hear about most often. And, you know, that just goes to show that the need for more institutions and the need to support more institutions. So that's the reason why, you know, we call it a campaign from my perspective. The whole idea is to, once again, establish contact, with people, families, organizations that are already doing the work and see where our goals align and encourage them to make a united African state as part of their agenda. Mm-hmm. Because these are the entities that are going to be a part of the united African states when it comes to fruition. And the key word is when. It's not a belief, it's not a matter of if, it's about when. You All have right. to
1: speak right. things into existence. Right. You know? To me, it has to, or we will cease to exist. And considering the age of our, our our people and and the numbers of our people on the continent and globally, you know, y'all ain't wiping us out, you know? You know, so, but the thing that they, is going they to-
4: They're not. They're not. Right. But what they can do is confuse us if we don't consolidate.
1: Right, exactly. Exactly. Continue to fragment us, to continue to have us at each other and going marriage different ways or having some of us support uh, entities or groups or philosophies and ideologies that we know are not us. You know, I never forget at various times me, you know, in my development of consciousness this this is probably one that uh, I think happened in the 80s. There was some cats some negroes, real Negroes who were in support of South Africa, who came to a discussion in, in here in America to support South Africa and the apartheid. I mean it had even the white folks, you know, kind of fun, you know, and I never forget it, because they had even some of the Caucasians laughing and so forth. This is crazy. You know? And this this young man who was holding the line for the Afrikaners, the, the Boers, and so forth, and, and, and what they're going to do, you know. Uh, but, of course, they still run it. So a lot of times when, when they were overt running it, then they realized they just need to chill out and be covert because we're still going to run it, especially as long as we got the minds of some of these Negroes, we'll continue to run it. And that's what's unfortunate. Exactly. Yeah, that's what's unfortunate. You know, and so that's why when I, you know, just, just as you said, when I read uh, the Inyassa Sim, we don't need everybody. We don't want everybody. We want the serious, dedicated, committed, who cannot be bought out, who who will not betray, who are con- who are serious about African unity who have a vision about Africa being some of the top, uh, uh, Africa being at the top, along with other countries as players, Africa being able to defend itself and to be able to move on the world. That's what we want. We want the few, not the many. Because if those dedicated few, once it is firmly established, the many will come.
4: That's the that, that's real, and you never get consensus by trying to appeal to everybody. Everything is not for everybody. That there hasn't been any movement or or initiative in history where the major where where everybody was on board. We're just too diverse as a people for that.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: But you know, like you said, you got to build it, and they'll come. Uh, I'm well past the point of trying to convince people. You know, I think consistency is the best strategy. I agree. You just be consistent. Yes. You just be consistent. Consistency mm-hmm. beats out perfection any day of the week. Mm-hmm. Keep working at it; it gets better. The ancestors and the Most High make a way because mm-hmm. they because because those forces come into play, and their energy creates something. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing here, especially when you're working with people who are dedicated, who people who understand the vision. And it doesn't have to be big at all. Right. It can it can be small and it can and it can eventually get bigger. Mm -hmm. You know that the the I'm learning more and more that you have to find deep within yourself Mm -hmm. how not to get uh, discouraged. Right. Because discouragement is a force that is it's a force that is that keeps us from seeing the bigger picture right it's a force that makes us give up okay you know uh i might have been in a situation where people where people showed me who they were and i didn't agree with them Mm -hmm. okay i might have had a falling out with somebody okay the goal doesn't change. The strategy changes. Right. But the goal doesn't change. The goal doesn't, doesn't
1: change. change. Mm-hmm. I agree. So,
4: so you always got to keep encouraged. You always got to examine what happened and how you can adjust from there. Now, I think with young people and young people, young adults in particular, they. They did not, I'll speak for the millennials, the the millennials, those of us who are in our thirties and our forties now, we lived throughout the nineties and the late eighties where remnants of Pan-Africanism and overt blackness were seen in media. So, you know, we, we, we saw it, I think, that the 80s and the 90s were the peak, mm-hmm. you know, in the post-70s era. By the 2000s, that's when the integrationism yeah. really took into effect. Mm-hmm. The whole driver narrative, you know, your, your TV shows and your movies right. where you had black lawyers, black business people, so right. forth and so on. And then they got really weird. Well, then, even with that, you had President Obama coming into office. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, between Obama and 9 11, the whole Iraq war, a lot of us really grew in our consciousness, either becoming nationalists in a sense or becoming more like Marxist socialists. Mm-hmm. And even that schism within the African community is a very funny schism because, you know, um, the whole class analysis, whether class trumps over race, so forth and so on, I think that, you know, if you don't understand the nuances around African identity, then, you know, some people just aren't qualified to speak on that. And that's right. not to say that, you know, that there's not a class schism within the community. That's to say that, you know, to think that we could organize alongside Urugu and other people right. of different race, it mm-hmm. it's... it's it's asinine because we haven't, we haven't, um, we have not solved our internal problems mm-hmm. as of yet. Right. And but see, the point that I make, yeah,
1: go ahead. and see, we we were led to believe that we could, you know, and so you had commercials, you had all this integration stuff. You, you begin to see white men with sisters and sisters with white men and white women and so forth. You know, this whole Amalgamation, kind of thing that they, they were pushing and promoting, and in our believing that this society, particularly American society, Western society, was somehow uh, going to save us and it would be part of it. And so, we did need the coming together of African people. In fact, some of us didn't want to be, we don't want to be African, you know. We, we don't want to, we. we we, we'd rather be anything but. And so that's why, to me, to it, it is tougher, extremely difficult. It wasn't difficult uh, coming out of our captivity and in, in serious segregation and, and, and lynchings and so forth to bring us together while Marcus Garvey could amass millions of people and even call for a convention in New York in 1921 that would bring 20-some thousand people together, you know, and and other organizing efforts in that way. But because of the confusion and the belief that this is just as much ours as it is the Caucasians who took it, that that this is something that is just as ours that we should be able to access and uh, do well in it and so forth and so on. All of these fallacies and still not... for our leadership. In fact, I maintain that we've had such misleadership. Thank you. you know, uh, I, I believe that Josilla Dungey Houston in her book, uh, Ancient Ethiopians of the Ancient Kushite, the wonderful Ethiopians of the Ancient Kushite Empire, she has a quote that I that, that I have remembered that is so profound. She says, out of archaeology, anthropology, Ethnology as well as history, I have dug up a irrefutable arsenal of facts that Harvard or Yale or even cowardly scholarship in our race can dare not refute. Then she says, How can a leadership point the way forward that is utterly ignorant of the past? And I maintain that's our problem. We are ignorant of our history. We don't know. We don't know who we were prior to our captivity. So we have leadership that is uh, uh, religious. We have social leadership. We have more, more so religious because the Christianity as well as Islam—they're not African. They, they are not African, and they don't promote it. Hey, listen, I'm going to take a break. When I come back from the break, brother, brother Sam, we're talking with Sam Collins of the Pan African Federalist Movement. We're talking about the youth involvement, which is vitally necessary. You know. So when we come back from the break, there'll be um, more questions and more dialogue. Are you all right with that, brother Sam? Yeah, I'm good to go. All right, my brother. Appreciate that. Brothers and sisters, you're listening to African perspectives here on the motherland media network on time for and black network.com. We'll be right back. You stay with us. You are listening to African perspectives with host brother. Oshi on time for an awakening media. Of the Black Talk Radio Network for podcasting or live program
0: scheduling, hit them up at timebornawakening at gmail.com.
1: Label, 1966. That was Wayne Shorter, who passed yesterday. Wayne Shorter was 89 years old. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> Wayne Shorter passed yesterday. He was 89 years old. A, a classic. Brother who worked with the 50s with Art Blakely in the Jazz Messengers, in the 60s with Miles Davis in his quintet and of course into the uh, 80s and 90s with Weather Report and uh, many Grammy Awards that tune was Speak No Evil with Wayne Shorter on tenor sax Freddie Hubbard on trumpet Herbie Hancock on piano Elvin Jones on drums and Ron Carter on bass 1966. Speak no evil in honor of Wayne Shorter. Let's get back to the discussion talking with brother Collier Sam Collins Collier. Sam Collins, excuse me Sam, I apologize. Talking with Sam Collins and no problem. Uh, all right uh Before we took the break, we we you know we coming to a a very critical part of the discussion, and that is how we can truly make this situation happen. You know, we need y'all, we need the young people, because without y'all, it's not going to happen at all. You know, we can come up with all kinds of theories, all kinds of ideas, but we need yours, and we need young the ones that are younger, because uh, the majority I, I see of our young people aren't thinking collectively you know America doesn't produce that America doesn't perpetuate that America's about individualism materialism greed and violence that's what America's about you know as a consequence it's always about getting yours I got to get mine you know and if it if, and if it means that I got to take yours to get mine then so be it you know so the the kind of things that we need and they're not happening on hcbus you know it's not happening in other areas and so uh, those of those who have like mind hopefully they'll come to this conference when is the conference
4: the youth convention is um, may 20th to the 21st right that's right and And we we are also having the pan-african federalist congress in uganda in december
1: okay oh man yeah so now the the around Malcolm's birthday, is that going to be, um, on, on, um, on, is that, is that going to be streamed or is that going to take place at a, so at a location?
4: Uh, it's taking place at a location, not, not going to disclose it only because this convention is pretty much for, uh, people who have answered the call. Okay.
1: Okay, cool. You know, good. That's cool. That's definitely cool with me. You know, sometimes on the problems we, you know, so ostentatious, so flamboyant, so out there, you know. Next thing you know, it didn't happen because it was disrupted, it was co-opted, you know. So I can, I can, I can g for that. I understand that, you know. And sometimes we need to work more silently. So, because I mean, there's some, there's some evil people in the world, brother, as you know, ain't it? Exactly some evil entities and you know the whole point we learned you know
4: from previous times throughout our history is best to consolidate and to keep things among like-minded people quite mm-hmm. honestly
1: right so so in that way it can be protected you know and we can continue to strive and move forward you know this is a key and critical time in our history as african people you know um our future is not certain. In fact, it doesn't look good. But I'm optimistic, and and, and you, I'm quite sure you are too, because otherwise you wouldn't be doing this work, you know. But for 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 some of us, when we look at our situation, it looks dire, and understandably so, because uh, on the continent we're disarray, and as Dr. John Henry Clark said, we have no friends, you know. Exactly. We have no friends you know everywhere in the, everywhere in the world uh we're relegated to a subservient position you know we've dusted the fact that europeans have done a, such a good ass job over these last hundreds of years uh many people hate being melanated <laughs> you know Uh, in in various countries where there's a lot of melanated people but you don't see them you take Brazil there's more Africans in Brazil than any country except Nigeria and we ain't running nothing there you're not on TV you ain't on nothing except for Mardi Gras if Mardi Gras come then we'll parade your ass out there you can be in costume and dance you know other than that you you know be silent and be invisible I mean, and then I Thank mean, you. and then, then uh, in China, uh, I read about these brothers and sisters that were uh, uh, constantly being harassed in China. But yet, on the continent, the Chinese, although they're uh, um, Rwanda, kicked the Chinese out of their country because they were manipulating stuff and doing stuff. So, but I mean, everywhere we are, and other people are, they're in a. a a, a position of authority and privilege and so forth and we are in in a subservient position it doesn't matter where it is it's happening like that and that dynamic needs to change particularly on the continent I don't give a damn if it doesn't change in Europe or here in this country but it must change on the continent Caucasians and, and Arabs and anybody else should not be allowed to come on the continent and dictate and abuse. You know, that shouldn't happen. But it's happening. And that's because where unity it, comes in. That's right. Exactly. I was gonna say that. The reason why it happens because we're not unified. That's where unity comes in. You know. And the fact is that you know <laughs> logically if you have the world's resources, you have more resources than anybody else in on on, on the planet. More gold more diamonds, more silver, more bauxite, more titanium, you name it, we got it. And we have land. Africa doesn't have to be poor. Africa could literally feed the world. Yeah. You know? And still, ma- we could literally feed the world and still maintain the animal life that you see in Africa, the migrations that happen in animal life. All those things could be maintained. Even with the population, that is constantly growing that we have and the population that would come from the diaspora into the continent because we would be treated better. We could go home. We don't have to take nobody's shit. We can go home. So, I mean, all these things are there for us if we organize, if we unify, if we embrace the Pan-African Federalist Movement's concept of One Africa. All of it could be realized. But it ain't going to happen overnight. We didn't get in this position overnight, so, you know, we got to do work.
4: And that work includes working on ourselves, working on our families, establishing a cultural identity and seeing Africa and everything that we do. And you know, joining an organization or a movement—quite honestly, right? At all
1: well, everything happens through organization. You know, what was that? Uh, who was that? Uh, The—I uh, don't know if it's it, if it's the, uh, the religious group. Oh man, why why they're escaping me now? You know, I'm having that kind of a moment, Sam. <laughs> uh, but they, they said, "Organize, organize, organize." You know, that's their model. Yeah, right? that's okay, escapes. Yeah. yeah, you know, and I understand that. And that's what we must do. I, don't know, I got this feedback here. Organize, organize, organize. Jehovah Witness. That was mm. a, yeah, just witness. Yeah, they, are good at that. They're good. good. Yeah, at that. you know, and 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 so when you look at other entities that have done those kinds of things, and you know that we can do them and probably do them better, but yet we're fragmented, we're all over the place, you know, and 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 unfortunately, American Africans, you know who have most dis, a lot of dysfunction are the ones that are shown to Africans everywhere else. All right. You know, everywhere else because number one, the technology, and two, we're doing stuff here, but it's not African-centered. We're doing stuff. We're part of the music industry. We're part of entertainment. We're big in entertainment, you know, uh, sports and so forth. And so, other people around the around the world see us in that capacity, you know. So it's it, it's interesting that we don't, um, you know, because we we should have leaders in various other things as well. And we do; it's just not as heralded
4: as leaders in the other industries, like sports or music, for example.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
4: it, it's, it's up to us to support the media outlets that put those people in position and that shine a light on those people, and to show the diversity of our workforce or mm-hmm. of our or, or or of our global family mm-hmm. in the United States. It's not about entertainment or sports, and you know, even when talking about higher education, you know, we need to really encourage our young people from a young age to explore careers that through which they can contribute to the building of our nation, our nation being African people. Right.
1: Because, I mean, to me, ideally... I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, please.
4: No, I just, you know, and I say that because that's part of the cultural foundation that we need. We need to see ourselves as as a nation Mm
1: -hmm.
4: and we need to take on skill sets that people in nations have when they're building right. You know, agriculture, electric work, a lot of the trades, as well as mm-hmm. a lot of the, a, a lot of the intellectual work that is needed in developing policy and then establishing governments. You know, all of that is needed. Yes. You know, there's no book, you know, all, all of that is needed.
1: Yep. Nation building. But it needs building. to be from
4: a nation building, mind frame.
1: Right. It's nation building, you know, and, and uh, we need brothers and sisters to go into these various occupations and fields, you know, construction, electrical, plumbing, masonry, all of these things are necessary and vital. You know, when you look at the continent and you see the lack of infrastructure, I mean, the first time I went to Ghana was in 90, I think it was 96, somewhere around there, and I've been to Ghana many times. And still today, if I I still can go there and travel from Accra to Kamasi or or, or Cape Coast or whatever, and still the road is whack. You know what I'm saying? That's ridiculous. Yeah. You know? Still the power outages and so forth. You know? And yet all the European countries that come into Ghana, cocoa, gold, I mean tons of resources, and yet the infrastructure is not better because of that. If you're dealing with somebody, you have a a resource, obviously you should be able to trade that resource not for pennies, but for a fair market value to use that money to build your nation. It's logical to me, Sam. (laughs) You know? But yet it's not happening.
4: Before I go, uh, I just want people to understand that with the convention, we are touching on various aspects of the African existence. So we've actually categorized. We're not going in there just to talk. I think that young people are very... um, We have some, of course, who like to talk, but a lot of us are really about action. Okay. And that is what we are here to do at the convention. So it is more so along the lines to not only talk about it, but to be Mm solution-oriented. So and we've divided the convention into about at least seven issue areas or aspects of of the African existence, from economics, education, spirituality, youth other relations, anything that we could have thought of. Uh, We have a women's uh, uh, breakout group, you know, just talking about various aspects of the African existence. Through which we can outline problems and create solutions, and talk about those solutions in the context of a United African State.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: So, I highly encourage you know those of y'all who are listening, you know, to please reach out and uh, answer the call, so that we can move forward. You know, the convention is in about a couple months or so, right? But there's still time for you to answer the call. And to come on board because we need as many hands on deck as possible,
1: well, uh, well, the this, right hands at least, right on the right hands. Because mm-hmm. now this program is is, is available because every every uh, first Friday, you know, of the month, you know, we uh, highlight the Pan African Federalist Movement. So we got one in April, and we'll have another one in May. So in the okay. next two programs, we can lend big support to helping in that effort, broadcasting that effort, and promoting it, you know. Uh, I agree that, you know, but somebody always talk about this, you know, to be solutions orientated and so forth. I don't think we can do that here, not in this country. The solutions are on the continent. The solutions come with independence, self-determination, liberation, and sovereignty. That's to me is the solution. That's the ultimate solution. That's where we must put the energy and effort. This country, the way Europeans—I mean, look what they consistently do. They constantly tell you, they constantly tell you, you ain't shit. Here now they're having talk about uh, uh, critical race theory, and, and 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 eliminating African history, African history advanced placement history courses, and so forth. Because why? You know what it is, Sam? It's mind over matter. These son of a bitches don't mind what they do to us because to them, we don't matter. We have never mattered and we never will matter. It's, it's ludicrous for us to continue to bang our heads to try to make something happen here. There are no solutions here. The only solution for us is to unite. Unite our resources, unite our intellectual ability for those young people to unite in the areas that you're talking about at this convention to put some real teeth into it and say, hey, these things need to be done by this time. Give timelines, or so, and, you know, and to move us in that direction. I don't see it. I, I see no future for African people here. 'Cause I mean after all Sam are you still with me or are you still gone? Are you gone? Sam? Hello Sam. Hello Sam. Two oh two, good afternoon.
0: <laughs> Hello, Oshi.
1: Oh hey my brother. How you doing?
0: I'm good, how you doing?
1: I'm doing well. I lost my guest.
0: <laughs> yeah, I noticed. So I jumped right in his chair,
1: man. Right <laughs> on, brother. Right on. Yeah. How you, I, I,
0: how you been, time Rick? Time is precious.
1: Yes, it is. How you uh, been, time, brother?
0: Yeah, time is precious. You know, I enjoy here. you know, I really enjoy hearing a younger brother. Yeah. You know, I'm in my 60s now. Yeah. And I often, occasionally, I, I don't want to say often, but maybe I just miss it. But occasionally I hear so much assimilation and even their theories of how we should live. Mm-hmm. And it's good to hear a younger brother yes. speak about our necessity, our natural necessity to separate from things that are unpleasant. I agree. You know, if you got a dog, you got a pet and you mistreat him, the first time you open that door, he gone. Go. I'm here. <laughs> I'm we don't here. even have I'm here. we don't even have that logical option. It appears in many of the young people, they want to get new jeans, they want to get shirts that are flamboyant and all these slogans on them, mm-hmm. and walk past a brother sitting on the corner looking for just a handout and and turning nose up at him. Yep. See, I grew up and I know you did too. We grew up in a time. I remember one time this influenced me. We were sitting at the table having a breakfast and my house, the house we lived in was right, literally right behind the railroad tracks. And this, this, what they call in, in just vernacular terms, a hobo walked up to the door. We saw him coming through the yard. and He knocked on the door and he said, he asked my mother, my mother went to the door. He said, he asked my mother, uh, miss, could I get something to eat? My father wasn't there at the time. She said, you know, she looked at him, and I just remember the, what I saw. The, it wasn't sympathy. It was like the, 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 the responsibility mm-hmm. to help somebody right who's in need of help. Yeah. yeah, You don't have to know them. You right. ain't got to have to go to school with them. You ain't got to be married to them. Mm-hmm. It's just a human instinct to help someone. Who needs help? She said, sir, if you sit right there, you know, we had a chair on the porch. He sat in there. She went in there fixing the same breakfast food that we were eating. And we didn't have a lot when I was coming up. I
3: hear you.
0: But she fixed him eggs and, and, and bacon and a sausage or something. I don't know. And he sat on the porch and ate it. And I'm saying we've lost that, man, as a people. You know, yeah. we can talk about what we should do. But as a people, man, we white folks have basically drained that out of us, man, to make us You know, just, you know, just spend what you got. Chase what you can't get. Mm -hmm. And these, young, you know, so I'm saying it was refreshing to hear younger brothers speak in terms of what we need to do in the, in, 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 first of all, for the future. Because, you know, I talk about that all the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm afraid that we don't have much of a future if we don't have more people who think like that brother was thinking. Mm -hmm. regardless of his politics but he's thinking and that's what that what i that always attracts me i don't have to agree with people but Mm -hmm. i love to hear conversations where i can tell that the person is thinking about what they're getting ready to say before they say it they don't react they ponder and we don't have that man even people that claim to be intellectuals you know they they just talk stuff, man. Like, I, every time I see Al Sharpton on TV, I will switch the channel, man. I'm just so sick of that kind of talk. And it's not just him. I'm, I'm just saying there's a whole culture or subculture, I should say, of people, or maybe lack of culture, <laughs> mm-hmm. of people who, who, who go that way, man. Yeah. Every species on this planet navigates to their right. own kind. Yeah. We are not their kind. But we do when I say we, I mean collectively right, we,
1: well, because we, you know we, we we've been trained to think that we're all human, we're all the same no we're not, I'm not saying we're not human, right. but it from a cultural standpoint, we are not, we are not them, and they shown hell ain't us, and what's happened is that they have dominated us and 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 and, and eliminated our cultural understanding and sensibilities, so we can the, we, the, comprehend. We don't know, you know, and yes, we think sir. they got to be like I, them and and, and and they negate us at every damn turn. They're not welcoming us into the co- No, you know, so. Well, yeah. I think even biologically, we don't we are not
0: like them even biologically, you know, mm-hmm. evidence that we see. We are always in anything that requires us to do something in a fair exchange, one on one. We always win, right? We always have, right? I yeah, think, of, we've you know, brother, and I, I was thinking about this yeah, when he was talking, mm-hmm. and, and I don't know if this is accurate, but I, and I hope it's not, but we are worse off than the our ancestors who were held on plantations because they knew they were slaves, right? We don't know mm-hmm. that we are on a big old plantation and we are slaves. Every dollar you pull out your pocket, has got a white man on there to let you know who you got it from. Mm -hmm. They did it on purpose. You'll never see a black person on money. And if you do, it's really time to run out of here. But I'm just saying, it's it's, it's just amazing to hear a younger brother uh, have those kinds of nationalistic, and I should say, you know, it's not esoteric or what he's talking about. It's common sense. Mm-hmm. And I you know that's literally that's what made our grandfathers be able to provide for us. They had common sense. They couldn't have money to go to the store. They planted, planted gardens. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, man, I, I know you I know mm-hmm. you experienced it because yeah. us, those were our teachers. Yeah. But you know what they project to us in media it is just like a big old plant. I mean literally it's not just like it is a big old plantation with bells and wrinkles on it you know <laughs> yeah i'm serious everything we do is to provide some support for them for the things that they can't do so we do it and they give us a little dollar and they take away a million yeah it's yeah. amazing man and i think about my grandchildren man they i don't damn it i don't want them to have to grow into a world like this i you know, I heard a brother say one time he would rather kill his children than have them knowingly have them come up in a society like this. And
1: I understood what he
0: was I, I, saying. I do, too.
1: I, I really do. I mean, I wouldn't do that, but I understand it because they know I, what we have experienced coming up and what's still here now and the mindset of the people. That they, it hasn't changed. No, it hasn't changed. It's gotten no, worse. It's worse. That's what, me, that's what yeah. media is.
0: These white folks are going to different planets. And we're trying you know. to get down to the 7-Eleven. <laughs> yeah. They're going to different planets, brother. There's a reason behind that. Elon Musk is going. They're already on Mars. They just tell us, yeah, we're trying to explore. They already got things planned. A mm-hmm. hundred years from now where they won't have to be on this plantation. That's, maybe that's why they call it a planet. Mm-hmm. But we, we, you know, even if we do gain some notoriety, it has to be, uh, and and, and so- like you often, always talk about, we have got to have solidarity even when opinions differ. Yeah. And, you know, I got a brother, man. He was in the military. I was a quote-unquote draft dodger. I still love my brother, but he fought for this country. I don't disparage him because of that. We're still family. hmm I got another relative who I can't stand. <laughs> he was right out there with me when we were chasing Jimi <laughs> Hendrix. I can't stand him now. Mm-hmm. He, he, just, he didn't turn into something that he wasn't before. Uh-huh. I'm just saying we gotta we gotta make good choices, and I don't mean to take up your time, brother. You know, no, I, know, no, I no. appreciate you just having patience and listening to me vent. Hey, but man, uh, I understand I, the
1: need to I, vent, brother. Believe me.
0: <laughs> well, the only hope, the only hope is just like Elijah taught. We gotta develop a nation within a nation to start with, not to end with, but to start with, we gotta develop a nation within a nation. And then we can progress because these folks get like this phone conversation. Somebody at the NSA or FBI, they're listening. They own the communication system. We don't have any way that we can speak to each other. Even Mm -hmm. out on the street corner, they got cameras with microphones on the street
1: corners. That's right, everything. But
0: nothing you do is done in cop. No, it's not. Yeah, using their technology, you you use their technology. That's the reason. It's like the old white man who would sit outside the slave cabins Mm -hmm. and listen to what the slaves were planning. Mm -hmm. That ain't never changed. No. So that's why I, when I speak to you, often I speak about our need to develop our right. own method of communication. If we don't do that where well, we can talk to each other and nobody hears this conversation but me and you, then we're a step towards our progress. That's right. But as long as we use their devices to plan our insurrection, quote, unquote, mm-hmm. it's already failed. Yeah. I would love to play a person who plays chess and I know what he's getting ready to do. <laughs> I'm going to beat him every time. That's right.
1: And you will. You'll always will. be, will. you'll always be, every time. you'll always be steps ahead. You'll always right. be steps You're, ahead and you can. And then Chess, you only yeah. got to be
0: one step ahead. Right. You know, I, I use that as an analogy, but it taught me a lot about how people think and how I should think about things, you yeah. know, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking about gaming, but I'm just saying it's a philosophy, a, a philosophy behind it. And we don't, we don't explore that, man. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want my grandchildren to have to live like this. I mean, oh, 7 eleven
1: No. But unfortunately, if nothing is done, if we don't do anything, if we don't begin to educate our youth, that's why uh, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, this youth conference and then talking with Brother Sam Collins again because that's yeah. that's the key piece. That's the future. Yeah, you know. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. I got Good another part. call. Just well, hang I on, get- just, just hang on, Rick. Okay, just hang on, y- bro. Yeah, I'll hang on. Thank okay. you, brother. Okay. Hey, brother Paul, how you doing, man? Brother can you hear me? I sure can. Go ahead. Oh, good,
6: good, good, good. Because sometimes it, it plays up on this system. Um, yeah, I was very, very much enjoying your contribution of your your, your guest. It's a, unfortunately, he dropped off.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, he dropped yeah. off, but, man. Uh, I yeah. It's, it's, you know, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to get him back, but well, he'll he'll be back on the program again. Yeah. You know, but uh, maybe I'll try to get him. Uh, yeah. Um,
6: yeah, I'm, I'm for next door. Okay, okay. Yeah. Hello.
1: Hello. Yeah.
6: Yeah. yeah so, hello. Can
1: okay. Can you hear me? I can hear you.
6: Oh, sorry. Cut out. Cut out. Cut out. Yeah. Um, Bob Ochi, Sorry. Um, we gotta we we gotta inspire our people.
3: Uh, mm-hmm.
6: You know, like like your guests. We gotta we gotta uh, uh, keep keep our heads up. Uh, and it's it's. It's uh, it's easy to fall into that uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. type of um, doom and gloom type um, uh, thing they they put on us, but it's 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 really not as bad as that. And uh, I, I, I I won't accept no one to to um as long as I've got a brain, I can get up in the morning. I won't have no one convince me it's as bad as that because you know we're uh, like, like your guest pointed out, we we, we have to have strategies with what we have to have. Right. If you don't have a strategy, then that means your your brain isn't working. Right. If, you can't, if you can't come up with a strategy... Look, Baba Ochi, it's like this, yeah? Um, I can complain all day long. I can sit there and complain how bad things are. But I don't know where that's going to get me. Unless you can convince me that's going to get me somewhere, I don't think that's going to get me nowhere. You understand? No. But if I can come up with a plan... Uh, it's like this, um, Bobochi, let me just say you from my own personal, I'm not blowing my own trumpet, from my own personal uh, I, I,
3: was, I was
6: so tired of working uh, within, within, within the legal system, believe it or not I wanted something to do something different mm-hmm. And I had this idea to set up a computer business but I had no knowledge of computers, not one iota I had an, uh, uh, but That's what I did I, I came out of, uh, of work uh, I hired a friend of mine who used to work within the court system to up the, their systems and uh, convinced him to come out. And we did that. Um, and I, went, I actually went back and uh, put in these systems for the people I used to work for, which were, as you call them, attorneys. That time, then, they didn't have those systems. Okay. You, you know, and that's from having no knowledge of computers. And you know, My idea was if we take these machines and pull them apart, we can learn that way. Right. Um, obviously, uh, my, my partner was a more a student than I was. And right. we built a business. We had 18 contracts at one point. Look, I can't buy into this, this kind of doom and gloom scenario. I cannot do that. Because I might as well just give up and die. We, we, there's, a, even, there's a lot of potential out there. We have a lot of massive potential. But we also have sufficient adversaries. And we've got to recognize that. Right. We have sufficient adversaries. Right.
1: we got to deal and with the truth.
6: Once we recognize that, yeah, and once we once we realise that we rise to the challenge. And for those who don't want to rise to the challenge, for those who want to, who want to sit down and make excuses, they step aside. Yeah. I know this science, people don't like to hear this, but I feel it. Step aside, get out of the way. Yeah, get out of the way. Yep. You know what I mean? That's how I feel about it. If yeah. you if you haven't got a solution, if you haven't not even a solution, I'm not talking about solutions. If you haven't even got a plan. If you're just going to complain all day long, if you're just going to tell us how bad it is all day long, just step aside. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it, 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 you're wasting your time. Because some of us will never accept that. Never, ever accept that. Never. you understand? That's right. So, you know, you know I think it's a bit of an insult to people like yourself when you put your, so much effort. You know, you could be doing other things. You've given up your time to the people and I will always acknowledge that. I will always be in the act of knowing that. And anybody who don't, is not in the act of knowing that, it's kind of discourteous. It's, it's kind of like saying, well, what are you doing? Are you, You're wasting your time. You're not wasting your time. Trust me. You're talking to the world. That's mm-hmm. who you're talking to. You're talking to the world. And you're talking to the world through their technology. And it's not just their technology. We've interviewed with this. Okay? And they might be listening, but who cares? Let That's them right. Listen. That's right. Because at the end, because at the end, at the yep. end of the day, for one who knows themselves and truly knows themselves, he don't make don't care if they want to listen. Let them listen all day long. Because we are on the side of right, and we've always been on the bloody side of right. Okay? And they're on the they're on the side of deceit, murder, torture, rob, rape. That's what side they're on.
1: That's who they are. That's what they have done. That's yeah, who that's who to they many, are, many so,
6: and we're on the side of truth. So for those who don't know their stuff, they're going to keep complaining about bad it is, what we can't do, what we're never going to do, how these people are listening, how these people, what they do. They think what they're going to be doing all their life, and when they come back again, they're going to be doing the same thing again. Mm-hmm. But you know, brother Ochi, you know, uh, let let me get off my uh uh pulpit and just oh. say to you, all right, you my brother, you just the good work, all right, and keep this fire burning always, you know,
1: always, brother. Have a good weekend, all right, brother Paul. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you too. All right, six four six six four six. Good afternoon. Hey Ochi, what's happening, man? Hey Jay. We we lost uh we lost the great one yesterday,
5: man. Wayne Shorter, man. Oh yeah, yeah. I
1: did a little tribute to him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I heard it.
5: Yeah, was, they all.
1: Uh... Yeah, Wayne yeah, Shorter, was, man. I, was I mean, I the
5: newspaper and I saw that he passed, man. And I just remember all the great music that you know I got from Wayne. I remember seeing him in concert with Joe and Weather Report. Yeah. One of the baddest fusing concerts I ever seen. Yeah. Matter of fact, it was on the pier in New York with Chick Corea yeah. and uh his group, man. It was a it was a monster, man. Yeah. I bet. Oh, you know, I bet. And, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, during the years of being in the jazz you know when he did what he did with Art Blakey, yep. In what the 50s, he did and with 60s. Miles. Yep. You know just what he did. Period, man. Yeah. It was a it was it was a great you know mm-hmm. a great loss, man. Yeah. And you know, I always knew that him and uh, Herbie Hancock was boys. So you know I, I you know I sent my my condolences out to Herbie. You know because. Uh, because Herbie is like the next great one. Him, yeah. Chick, and some of the others, man. And and what gets me the most musically is that we are not producing their replacements, man. Yeah. Or, well, to some degree, know, they are... Right, right, we don't know.
1: But or. just like uh, I saw on um, America's Got Talent, his brother named Avery Dixon was on, and he was playing with Babyface, but he was good, man. He's playing alto sax. I mean, he's killing it, man. It's beautiful, man. Yeah. So, I mean, there are some catchphrases, and they're playing jazz. You know, and they're playing jazz. You know, it was
5: like, you know, I always tried to, um, you know, let the young kids know they got to listen to jazz. You know, even Uh mine, I let them listen to jazz. Growing up, man, mm-hmm. you know the hell with that hip hop dog. Oh man! I mean, because <laughs> you know, music is a is a hell of a tool. Be well, it's music... a hell of a yes. hell of a tool in regards to culture, right? And how it represents culture and it builds culture awareness, you know, and all of the things that are part of that form of culture, man. Mm-hmm. I, i mean wayne wayne was just he was god's gift to us to to survive our struggles and to to move forward man it it it, it just pains me man when when you know i see cats like him leave us man because yeah, yeah. i i know what they i know what they gave man yeah. i i i know Much
1: sacrifice and, and, and uh, labors of love man you know wayne's shorter just like you said, his his playing with Art Blakely in back in the fifties and Miles in the sixties into the seventies. Yeah. And then Weather Report and I mean, other things. I saw him um can rem- I remember because I liked the sister, the bass, uh, Esperanza Spaulding, you know, the bass okay. player. And I saw them do a duet and it was really nice, man. Really nice. I saw that I took. mean
5: he was he was he was just, you know, in all honesty. He is what culture represents. Yeah. I mean, you know, we we unfortunately really don't understand what culture is. But, you know, cats like him are an example of what it is. You know, mm-hmm. and I mean, I just the ancestors really blessed us with him man Right. i, 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 I agree i'm just caught heart, i'm heartbroken to um know that you know he's he's not he's not gonna be here and you know the thing is he was still out there doing his thing yeah he hadn't you know he had all really the way up yeah, but, no much.
1: no all the way into you know he's 90 90 uh what he died at 89. He died at eighty. He would have been man, ninety years so, old this year. And and I he just, was still I function. just
5: like to I just like to say that he did a he did a good job, man. Yeah. He did a he did a hell of a job, yeah. man. And and I know I know the ancestors are proud. No man. Doubt. I know I know that they're proud for for what he's done and and, 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 and what he what he gave us, man. I, mm-hmm. I I just I don't know what to say, man. I'm just I'm just hurt by it, man, because I know I, I know what he represents, man. I, I really yeah. I really understand what he what he represents. And, that's, it, it, and and in a lot of ways it's unfortunate that our people don't really understand what he represents. Yeah. Man, and yeah. that that's tragic. But other than that, man you know what? 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 What we gonna do? We just gonna keep on moving, man. We just got keep to keep on we got, trying to figure this. You know. You know. You know, Jay. Out,
1: you 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 influence those around you. You be the example, not just what you say, but what by what you do. You be the example. You 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 support the brothers and sisters. You you talk about what needs to happen. You talk about to the young people what they need to start doing. You be the example, man. That's all we can do. You know, I mean, especially, I know yeah. you're, not as old, you're not as old as me, but to me, it, I may be gone tomorrow, but until that time, I'm going to do my best to influence. I'm going to do my best to encourage <laughs> and to put into the minds of a lot of young people, this is who we are and this is what we must do. Hey, Baba. Well, Baba Ochi. well you know, Baba yeah. Ochi, all I can say is, brother, you
5: do a hell of a job, man. Well, I Baba I, Ochi. That's all. I, yep. all I can say is, that the ancestors are definitely proud
1: of you, brother. Well, I tried, bro. Let me let me let me let me Bob, get. To, yeah, go ahead, Paul.
6: Baba Ochi, sorry to cut in like that. Yeah, but I want to say one thing. Some I just remembered something you said to your your guests. You said you're you're old and you're you're past your time. Baba Ochi, you, you're not past your time, man. You just started. Let me tell you this, yeah? We, we've been, we've been Euro, uh, uh, indoctrinated with this Eurocentric nonsense here. There's no such thing as death. The energy, energy which animates life is infinite. Trust me on that. Even scientists, they call you that. You're just beginning. And that energy which you possess, is coming down a thousand years of ancestors, yeah, and it will I go say, on your you. children. Yeah. Okay, right, right. Yeah. You, you you just starting, right? And we're all just starting. And and all this information you're leaving in this digital world, it will get played on in a hundred years time. So don't think we're, we're 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 on it, and you're on it. And and and, and I regurgitate what Jay just said.
3: Yeah. you are
1: doing the thing, and we're doing the thing. So keep it moving. Right on. I appreciate y'all, man. You know, I got. Hey, Jay. You know, I gotta go. <laughs>
5: I know you got to go. I know you got to go. It's 1 o'clock. You better get off the air. You know what, boss, to call you up and say, you, 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 you way past
1: the
5: time. You way past the time. How many times have I told you? You can't go past the time.
1: Well, uh, well uh, <laughs> I love y'all. I love y'all family. <laughs> Peace to y'all. Have a good weekend. Have, you, and, and be safe. Thank you. We end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko. The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the Minds of the Oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind. But not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants, think they can't do without, and they show shown the hell, damn it, don't want to pay for. It. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful weekend. Shim Hotel means go in peace. A sante Sana means thank you. Hardier. b for hardier means our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, family, we will be victorious. All right, peace, see you on Monday.